prohibition gangster film um, by Australian director John Hillcock called Lawless. But almost a modern version of that film is um, the uh, latest film by Oliver Stone called Savages, which was released in July, but it's just come out on DVD, so I'm going to review that first. Oliver Stone, to me, is the greatest filmmaker of the 1980s and possibly of the last 30 years. And I say that with the caveat that I don't think he's a particularly good director. I think he's very ham-handed, very heavy-handed, and uh, he seems to have learnt far too much from Brian De Palma, who he worked with on Scarface. Um, he can make some very sort of overpowered, um, unobjective films, uh, which is both his greatest success and his biggest failure as well, because when he gets it wrong, it really clashes. Um, and he's got just an amazing... No one in the last 30 years has controlled or referenced or been uh, responsible for forming the zeitgeist like he has. He um, sort of came to prominence as a, a screenplay writer for um, initially Midnight Express where he won an Oscar for um, that film about a guy who gets busted in Turkey trying to smuggle heroin out. Or is it pot? I can't remember now. Um, and then uh, did exceptional work on the writing the screenplay for Scarface which was the last time he sort of did that without being behind the de- director's chair. And then just a raft of films that sort of informed the mid to late 1980s. Salvador, one of James Wood's best performances, looking at the whole sort of uh, American murky involvement in fascist regimes in Central America, followed by Platoon, which was uh, an epochal film, and Wall Street, another one, which was um, so um, representative of its era and uh, still is so much so that he made a, a pretty bad follow-up to it last year. Talk Radio is probably the most undervalued. That was a whole shock jock thing in a nutshell decades before it was sort of on the as prominent as it has been in Australia. It was uh, big news in America. And born on the 4th of July, then things started to taper off a little with The Doors and his last great film, which I saw on TV about two months ago, JFK. Now, it might be hamstrung by some ludicrous terminology and some ludicrous sort of um, notions like the very fact that there would ever be a government conspiracy to kill John F. Kennedy because he would be so different to every other prime, uh, president that's been in America, just ludicrous. But then there were other really, really strong parts like the whole idea of the military-industrial complex uh, pursuing its own ends, which are obviously true. Um, But as a dramatic film, it's a masterpiece. It's definitely the best, I think, that he's ever made. And after that, it just all went to pot. There was one more reasonably uh, influential movie, Natural Born Killers, but it was a pretty dire film and a very upsetting one to watch. And since then, it's just been nothing. He's done some terrible films like Alexander um, and some very sort of middling ones like Nixon and World Trade Center and W, the biopic of George Bush. And last year's uh, Wall Street Money Never Sleeps was just rubbish. But he's come back with a film called Savages. Um, It's based around this idea of these uh, potheads in California becoming growers and purveyors of the world's finest marijuana. And the idea that they're about to be taken over by a large cartel being forced up from Mexico. And this is the two main guys who are uh, Taylor Kitsch, and Aaron Taylor Johnson discussing their impending meeting with their prospective new employers. And from then on, uh, the 
duo of um, Taylor Kitsch, who seems to have uh, got this whole way of appearing in some of the biggest disasters, critically in uh, box office-wise, of the last few years. He was the star of John Carter and the star of Battleships, both films I kind of liked. And I like him as a leading man. He might be relatively limited, but he's a, he's a pretty good presence. And him and his mate Aaron Taylor-Johnson have a shared girlfriend called Blake Lively, who is um, basically, it's a trio thing going on there. And Salma Hayek's this Mexican drug lord that's being forced out of Mexico due to political reasons and trying to expand her empire in California. Hence the fact she wants these people's business and their connections and network and everything else. And very early on, Blake Lively is kidnapped and held in pretty appalling conditions. And the rest of the movie follows the permutations of uh, these guys and their gang of, uh, well, the Taylor Kitsch is ex-military and a lot of their gang are ex-military people as well and the way that they um, end up fighting this cartel from down south who have their own internal conflict problems. It's got an amazing cast. Um, it's got John Travolta who is excellent in it. It's one of the best films I've seen him in. Uh, Benici del Toro is excellent as well and so is Selma Hayek. She's um, used a lot more her character's quite a cliched one. It's almost like somebody could have um, ripped it out of a book um, on, on pick your Mexican drug lord. But um, she's very good in it. She, it's nice to see her in a meaty role. Um, and the trio of main characters, they're a little bit on... Um, they're a little bit bland, actually, but they're likeable people. And um, I, the, thing that's, the thing that really is a problem with this film, and it, it really is its head immediately there's the worst opening monologue i've ever heard and this film is full of this sort of supposedly existential hippie drivel about meaning of life and about the meaning of their relationships and all of this which blake lively is saddled with and it took me a long time to warm to her character because she is and that like the opening scenes are very heavily sexual and all about their sort of relationship swapping thing going on and um it kind of I thought it was going to be a disaster, um, but when it actually gets going, it's a thoroughly entertaining movie. It's um, got a fair amount of action in it. It's got some pretty upsetting scenes, but on the whole, it's easy to watch. Uh, it's frequently silly. Like the plot is, it's saved by the fact that every time it gets silly, in the next five minutes later, it's actually quite good again, and that really lasts for the whole movie. Um, they end up uh, finding out a lot of details through John Travolta's DEA agent about the uh, Salma Hayek's life as well so they can exact their own uh, leverage on her and um, that will sort of reach its its head in the traditional Mexican standoff style uh, which is this the want of these films but it's it's an entertaining film it's it may have a lot of shortcomings with regards to a certain blandness of the central characters and an overreaching uh, and at times clumsy and embarrassingly cringy voiceover and, and ideology. But on the whole, it's just a great pulpy movie. Lots of um, gunplay, lots of beautiful people wandering around, lots of great locations. It's pretty exciting and it's got a pretty good plot for most of the film and some good set pieces as well. And it pulls the most amazing stunt at the end, which should have really been the end of it for me, which was the way it treats the ending of the movie as something that it can rewrite. But in this instance, because the uh, ending that was given initially is so bad, I actually kind of welcomed it. You'll get what I mean if you if you see the movie. 
I thought it was a pretty good film. It's um, deeply flawed, and you'll find yourself putting your head in your face palming every now and again at what's being said. But overall, very, very entertaining. Better than it's been reviewed as, and worth catching now it's on DVD. I'm going to give Savages a 7.5 out of 10, mainly for enjoyment factor. 